Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Tuesday morning, Mikey Meatballs is here fiddling with the knobs, baby face. Soul Jolliman is producing this mess and joining me as always. My wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Whoa, wow. Well, conference tourney week is in full swing. ACC already played a bunch. They had three games yesterday. Rat tail, rat tail games, as we call them, right? Parlor kid and uh, old wrestling days. For rat tail games. Sure. Oh, in. yeah. Uh, Syracuse and it's Wake Forest. Oh. oh, Harry is resetting the, the whole thing for us because he has a an audible clock. It's very exciting. Uh, it's good job, off. Harry. Yeah, I know. You always uh, say you're going to turn it off. Syracuse Wake Forest, Harry, you'd be interested. You don't need any more distractions. We're doing a podcast and you have a clock talking to you and your favorite team is in a nice. tight game against Wake Forest. This is the 8-9 matchup. Are you excited about this? Are you going to be able to pay attention? They're down three with 220 left. Boy, I tell you, they just played uh, Wake Forest over the weekend and beat them. I kind of liked Wake Forest here uh, getting two points in this game in a, in a little bit of a revenge matchup. But Syracuse... Uh, not shooting great. It's 38% from the field. They probably don't deserve to win. And maybe Bayham can hit the road finally. Wow. Well, it's spoken yeah. like a true fan. And if that doesn't uh, prove that he's a true fan, Megan Conley, who hosts uh, <laughs> Megan Funny oh, Sports and, and Laugh Lines. Uh, well, she's, she's headed to the big, she's big East. She headed to the Big East <laughs> tournament with her husband and uh, and his family, and she texted Harry to tell her her whereabouts because they're they're they travel more than anybody I know. Like they travel more than the president and vice president. But and so she's like, I'm at the Big East tournament. He says that's great, and he says you're going to the Syracuse game. <laughs> now what's wrong with that, Paul? That kid. <laughs> the only real Did, team he right, roots for. Not, he I mean, if, he's he, not he in the Big East. Yeah, he I doesn't mean, know what conference they play. <laughs> Wow. See how you much get, I miss Syracuse in the Big East tournament? Wow. I miss it. Wow. You got Harry's the dove. You're not missing any gummies, that's for sure. Because you get <laughs> right. Babyface, that's the dove of the day, right? I mean, I told not her even I got before. the dove of the day for that. I told her that. Well, there you go. Well, they don't deserve I mean, really, it's the only team he roots for, Brother Bry. And he can't figure out what conference the only they're one playing. Doesn't yeah. has no idea. Amazing. He's wishing they were, he was wishing they were still in the Big East. Maybe they'd have a chance. Maybe. I, I don't guess. Know. I guess. Yeah. Uh, anyway, hopefully Harry can figure out where Las Vegas is. I mean, he's been kicked out of the joint so many times, but uh, that's where we're headed next Thursday and Friday. We will be hosting a watch party NCAA tournament watch party at Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club. The first eight games each day will be there. Gambling, prizes, money, betting slips, all available. That's going to be fun. Harry. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's where it's craziness, right? Those first oh. eight games each day. going to be a lot of fun. Insane doing. I was at four. I was at fourteen years in the sports books in Vegas. Those those first couple of days are absolutely insane. insane. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Jimmy Kimmel and Comedy Club, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy is hosting. He's my cousin. You know, I didn't feel like I'd break it to you here, right here on this podcast. But he is my cousin <laughs> by blood, and he's hosting the ninety fifth Academy Awards. We have a prop culture contest. It's basically an Oscar pool, best actor, best supporting everything. Will the best actress cry? The winner gets a gold cap and a baseball signed by Jimmy. Here it is. I had him sign it this weekend. I don't know if you guys could see. 
and he signed was it. He, uh, was he sick when he signed that? Song? He's very was sick. He sick he's going to get everybody. <laughs> I know they said he was a safe choice for the Oscars, but he's going to get everyone. He signed it with the Oscars um, 17, 18, and 23. That's how the MVPs do it, Parlay Kid, right? They put their years in there. That's and, right. Uh, there you go. That's what the winner will get, a gold cap. And uh, you don't have either, Bri, do you? A gold cap or a signed no. um, Jimmy Kimmel baseball. No, right. I don't. All right, get in there. I I need one. 10 for 10, and uh, you'll win it. Now, let's go NFL stuff here. Um, Daniel Jones, boy, I really wanted to make fun of this, and Eddie Spaghetti's not on here anyway, but I really, I thought about it for a minute. They signed him for four years, $160 million, and then then in the same move, they franchise tag Saquon Barkley, and uh, I want to say it's too much. It, it is a lot, but I think I think these things are kind of simple when you think about it, right? You know, you have to just first figure out if this is your franchise quarterback, right? If this is your guy, then you sign him right away. I get that's the hard part, figuring out if he's your guy, right? But if he is your guy, Paulie Kid, isn't it smart to sign him right right away? You give him yeah. give him the money now because it's only going to get way worse, right? And don't compare I- it to how much you earn in your job, like upgrading computer software. Compare it to the, the recent quarterback signings on the same level as Daniel Jones. And if that's the case, that's fine. Or the Giants lost out on a couple million dollars, right? Yeah. What, what was the alternative here for the Giants? I think it's a yeah. good signing. It's probably the market value for what these guys are going for. So I think, uh, you know, what if they were going to, fran- you know, if they were to give him, uh, say, the franchise tag and he came back, um, uh, they're what are they just wasting another year with him then if they weren't committing they had to commit to him right so right. why not do it now before he has another good like you're saying like you franchise now you got to sign him for 50 60 million a year right. or two from now it's it was the right signing by the giants it's it had to be done had to be done what do you think, Harry? You used to be a Giants fan uh, way back when they played in the uh, <laughs> NFC North. Do you remember what division they were in? No. Yeah. I, what do you think? I, I think uh, I'm kind of with you, Sal. I think it's it's too much. You mentioned before in pod, past pods, three, six, and one last ten. Uh, you know, last three years, he's had more. He's had less touchdown passes even last year, which was his best season since uh, his rookie season in nineteen. He still has had less touchdown passes than games played in his last three years. Yeah. Uh, it seems like a ton here. Now they do need to get some weapons for him. Uh, if they cut Galladay, that'll be 25 million towards the cap. That could help out a lot. They need to get some help for him and Barkley, but still, I don't know. I just think overall, well, what happens if giants start off cold a little bit and they go one and three, everyone's going to go crazy uh, saying that, they paid him too much. They maybe maybe wasn't well, of course. as good as we thought. I don't know. Yeah, I well, just think it was too much. But well, you, what you said you're Darren, with me. I, I, said, I didn't think I didn't him? say it was too much. You said you're. I'm with me. I'm with you, Sal. I think it's too much. I didn't say it was. too I think it was. <laughs> right, right. I think yeah. Harry's well, having trouble. That, you said it was too much right off the bat. No, you're I said okay. that's what they do. I think it's 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 fine compared to everything else. I I don't <laughs> think you're going to get a great deal or a terrible deal at this point, right? Like Mahomes was what. Four hundred fifty million for ten years. I know how are you going to disagree, but that's a great deal. Two years. No, I think ago. that's a great deal because that guy yes. puts up touchdowns. Everything else is going to be about the same. You look at this. What is it? What are we in the second, third tier now with the, you know, Derek Carr and the, you know, Geno Smiths, and it's about the same, yeah. Brian. It's all guaranteed money. You got to look at the guaranteed money, right? And the guaranteed money matches up with those two guys. I think. But it's guarantees what? Is it only like eighty two or something? Like 82, that? I right. think so. 
Yeah. That's yeah. low. It seems almost low. It seems almost low. I know. For the and, it's nuts. And the Giants, look, the, the, like Darren's saying, the Giants, like, they had no alternative. What was their alternative? Were mm-hmm. they going to trade for Lamar Jackson? Like, what were they going to do? Um, they had to. And it's really, yeah, the way it's the the salaries are going now, that's it's not a bad deal, deal at all. And, and yeah, guys are going to be making $70 million in three years, some quarterbacks. So, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, I think you just compare it to what percentage of the cap hit it is, right? So if it's 20%, I think that's what it is now, then you're fine. I mean, as long as now the decision Mm is, is he your franchise quarterback? And so they said yes. And so you go after him, right? You don't, I don't think you put it off. So anyway, Lamar Jackson, who was mentioned, gets the non-exclusive tag of 32 million. Um, And so now teams can negotiate with the Ravens and pay him that amount and give up we're paying more and give up two first round picks for Lamar. Right. Uh, Parley kid. This is interesting. The the fact that Atlanta and Carolina apparently are not interested. This makes me think this is a smart move by the Ravens because they've not decided actually if Lamar Jackson is their quarterback of the future. So yes, you, you tag them. I think all these teams are doing the right thing here. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm surprised that it seems like though that there wouldn't be one from what we've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in say like in the NBA now with like a big time player, teams are trading like six, seven draft picks, first round picks for a star player, right? I mean, couldn't right. Lamar Jackson change the trajectory of any franchise that's struggling right now in a big way? I think he could. How's Atlanta honest, not even want him, Darren? How's Atlanta not even want him? I think, I don't know. I mean, look, he's coming off in a year where he was injured and we don't really know the extent of the injury. Maybe it was worse than we thought. Maybe it wasn't really anything. He just wasn't going to play if he had any type of injury this year because uh, he was hoping for a, a big money payout. So I'm surprised that with the with the the way the quarterbacks. We went from a league that had, was a quarterback saturated league to mm-hmm. a teams that are desperate for quarterbacks. Paying two first round picks for Lamar Jackson, I think, would be. Uh, I know you got to get get him inked and, and and you know give him some probably type of long term deal. I think it would be uh, wise on some teams to do it. I, I don't know why teams wouldn't be looking at that option right now, Sal. I don't know. I, yeah, that's just I, me. I, I I guess does it's smart on the Ravens' part right now. I just I'm shocked that there's no interest in Lamar Jackson. Well, this guy's, here's this what guy's I'll say. An MV, he's he's going to be an MVP candidate this year, next year, the year after, as long as he's healthy. And, and I know he's only 26. You give up two first-round picks for him? Yeah, and so if you look at him versus a Daniel Jones thing, even though you shouldn't, right? But, Brian, would, is he going to eat... Uh, eventually costs a lot more than Daniel Jones if somebody well, jumps in here, right? That's the thing. Didn't last year, didn't he want, like... 250 maybe more or 300 like didn't he want a crazy contract so that's the thing you need to know like I, that everybody's going crazy with this but you really need mm-hmm. to know what he wants and i'm assuming it's a lot more because i will say even for like the raiders position right the raiders have so many other needs like to give up like multiple first rounders and then all of a sudden you you know Fifty million dollars against the cap that's a lot so if you're the rate like i feel like a team like the raiders you're better off trading an extra pick to probably move up to the top of the draft than I think to to get Lamar. But yeah. there are some other teams like Washington. I mean, I feel like Washington. So there's a few others that 
really should be in the well, mix any here of for, the South teams in either conference. Yeah. I think that's not yeah. Tennessee or or you know uh, Jacksonville. I think really, and now you know now the Saints have a quarterback. But uh, yeah, there's plenty out there. I don't know, man. He's just I, I, it's so tough because I know what you're saying, Parley kid. Right up there for MVP a couple of years ago, still only 26. His rushing yards per game goes down every year. I'm not positive that you put great receive good receivers on with him and it's automatically, you know, gangbusters year for Lamar Jackson. I don't know. I don't know. Unless it's Justin Jefferson or Tyree kill. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe if he goes and get Devonte Adams as a receiver, Harry for the Raiders, it's a good, good deal. But I, I'm, I don't know if I give up too. I think there's a good risk for the Ravens right now. Sure, And it is the facts of facts. He has not been able to finish the season two years in a row. Yeah. Uh, they're oh. plus 240 to win the North, and uh, the Bengals are plus 130. They're favored. I should have mentioned the Giants um, still third at plus 475 to win the NFC East, where the Cowboys are plus 180 and the Eagles plus 115. Crap. Are we putting the lot on the Bengals already now? Uh, yeah, I really do like them. <laughs> By the way, Brian, if you do like him, maybe going to the Commanders, 10 to 1 odds for the Ten NFC What's East. The, wait, what? Oh, oh, yeah, for the NFC East. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, even, even that, even if he goes there, that I mean, that's the problem. It's like it's still right. a tough division. It's still a tough division. Giants are going to be better. Eagles are probably going to be better. Cowboys are going to at least be competitive. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll yeah, see if the Eagles. We'll see what, what the free dra- agents what the, dra- the draft. I'm, I'm more. Um, yeah, yeah, the free agents. I'm more talking draft picks. It was both coordinators, the eight yeah, starting free true. agents, but we'll see. That's true. Uh, and but, then there's the Aaron Rodgers, who you know it doesn't matter if he's signed or not signed. He's always going to be in the news. The Jets flew out to California. Not all the Jets. I think it was just representatives of the team to talk to Aaron Rodgers. Um, and then he told them, "What did he say, babyface? He's going to spend four days in darkness." On on a subway under Penn station before he <laughs> makes his decision. I don't know. I don't know if, uh, I don't think if he's, I don't know if he's jets material. I really don't. He's so crazy. And the media, I feel like would eat him up. Um, which makes me think, uh, not nah, makes me think makes the captain of the riverboat casino. The captain of the riverboat casino came out and asked me, he said, Hey, which current athlete would have the toughest time surviving a season in New York, is it Aaron Rodgers? Even odds? Put odds on this. Can you believe this? Dream on Green five to one odds. Bryce Harper ten to one odds. Kenny Powers twenty five to one. I didn't even know mm. he was a current athlete, Brian. I thought he hung it up, but I guess he's still out there. <laughs> or the field at minus two twenty. Harry, start us off. Which current athlete can't well, shake it, in New York? <laughs> I had to go with Kenny Powers. I didn't know I didn't know he's a current athlete either, but I did go with Kenny Powers, just thinking mm. that look, uh, the way he partied, like. He barely made it out of Mexico. He barely made it out of Myrtle Beach. He get mm-hmm. eaten up in New York. Even if he if he was bad, it would be bad news for Kenny Powers. But I think it would even be worse if he was actually good there, because mm-hmm. the party and the late night act atmosphere, the the uh, the arrogance, the the attitude, <laughs> it would just kill him in New York. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe Kenny Powers shouldn't sign with a New York team. Yeah. All right, Paula Kid. <laughs> what do you say? Well, I, Sal, I would Kenny Powers would thrive in and uh, thrive in New York, right? He yeah. wouldn't give two you know what's about anything, right? So uh, if anything, he would thrive. I mean, obviously Harry couldn't handle New York. Um, that's no. why he left. I left. He, handled, he <laughs> couldn't of handle it. Even Oswego was too tough and uh, <laughs> too tough. <laughs> uh, inside, I like all these guys that you mentioned. I, I think Rogers would be fine anywhere because I think. He's at a place in his life 
He does. I don't think he gives two you know what's either right. about anything. I think the media might kill him, but I don't think he would care. So it wouldn't matter. All right. Mm-hmm. So I would I would say I'd say Draymond Green here. I think he just yeah. um, there's just too many th- too many issues surrounding him where uh, I think he would explode eventually at the New York media. At least I think the New York media has come back to uh, the pack a little bit where they're not they don't vilify the athletes like they used to when we grew up, right? Uh, right. It just seemed like they if you didn't perform in New York, you got crushed. I think just Draymond Green. Uh, some of his temper tantrums, uh, some of the controversial things he does and says would not fly here. Uh, so I think he would. But so we also know out of all the sports, and this is a question I have for you, right? Between the four major sports, what sport is it that it seemed like it always was that the players had the hardest transitioning to? I always thought it was baseball. baseball I always thought the guys who, came to the, who would come to the Yankees and Mets would struggle more than most right. of these other guys in the other sports, whether it's football, hockey, or basketball, it always seemed like it was the baseball, especially guys. The Mets are getting it a little bit now because they're relevant. But uh, what, you know, when the Yankees were the only talk of the town, it seemed like so many guys would come to the Yankees and struggle. Right? They'd have a good year somewhere. They'd sign with the Yankees. And be a yeah, total I, I feel bust. especially pitchers, Yankee pitchers. I feel like there were three yep. of them in the nineties. Oh, I mean, Pavano, that, that AJ came out. Burnett, uh, Eddie yeah. Whitson, Kevin, We go back. Kevin Brown. Uh, Kevin Brown. Uh, Kenny Kevin Rogers. Brown, but but right? Whitson Rogers. and Rogers, I think they specifically came out against the media. It's like just I oh. can't take it anymore, kind of thing. Yeah, right. like actually right. admitted it. Yeah, right. All right, that's a good pick, Draymond. Uh, all right, brother Brian. Yeah, I was saying I was thinking the same thing, right? I, I do think a pitcher for the Yankees is probably mm-hmm. uh, get vilified more than anybody. I wouldn't say Rogers because, yeah, I mean, he might say some crazy things, but I still think he's going to perform on the field as long as his head's in. He's going to perform on the field. But I'm going to go with I'm going with Harry's boy, Kirk Cousins. Mm. Um, we saw, you know, we saw yeah, how he, it's a good we one. saw how he disappeared right in prime time right. games right. in his career, right? Point. I'm not, and again, I'm not saying he's bad, but mentally, I don't think he'd handle the media well. He comes across as cocky at times, right? To some of the stuff good he one. says, <laughs> yeah, be hard to sure. right, just be hard to back. And he does, you know. And then there's wacky, crazy things he does on the football field, right? Just weird, bad plays right. that you normally don't see. So if he was doing that in New York, he would be vilified. Uh, everybody would hate him. So I'm going with uh, Harry's I think that's boy. a good one. You know, as you brought that nice. up, I, I'm, I'm thinking Russell Wilson's another one too. Just think mm. of the, the sh- shenanigans from this now. past season that would have been. Plus he's got the, the famous wife, good looking True. wife. So that, that would be tough for him uh, as well. Yeah. Paula kid, I'm with you. Draymond unpredictable behavior. He'd be put under a microscope and Gotham kicking opponents in the nuts, starting fights with teammates. Yeah, running to do a podcast at eight minutes after a loss, calling out officials and coaches. Yeah, honestly, if that guy ever signed with the Knicks, the media should pay his salary because they—I mean, it really—it'd be a free article every single day. I'd love to see it, but if you count Brady as a current athlete, and I, you almost always have to. I think that's my response. He chucks three consecutive balls into the turf. The fans are losing it. You know. Plus, getting in and out of town cars with anything that resembles a woman, and page six is all over it. So, but uh, yeah, Draymond Green is a good pick. Good, good question here, uh, Captain of the Riverboat Casino. Sometimes he comes up with a, a nice one. By the way, you talk about the New York media. Paula Kid, any of you uh, see um, the Uncivil War on ESPN? 
about the 77, 78 Dodgers and Yankees? You know, Did it's, you it's, see funny it? that, it's funny that you say that. I just started, I I was flipping by the other day and I just stopped on that for a little while, but I didn't. It came out in September. It's 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 kind of old. It's like seven I, months and old. And I love that era, oh, Sal. You know oh, how you're much gonna we lose love your that. Mind. You're going to lose it. Oh. it. It is amazing. And, you know, I, I know you know about this already, but you talk about the media and what happened. I forgot how absolutely insane that Reggie. Billy Martin, Steinbrenner stuff. Oh, was. yeah. I like, mean, the fact that that that's the part I was on when uh, yeah. Billy benched Reggie Jackson um, in one of the games against the Dodgers. Yes. And, and uh, Se- he I think made that was 77. Like, yeah. He made, he made, uh, Fran, I think he made Fran, Fran Healy. Healy, the backup catcher, go yeah. tell him he wasn't in the lineup. Yeah, and he Fran said Healy no. Was, mm-hmm. And then he had to get somebody else. Uh, to do I it. I think the like, bat then, boy, the ball boy, like Healy and the uh, bat boy were friends with Reggie. I, I feel like everybody else like kept their crazy. distance a little bit. Yeah. But crazy. yeah, so I, I don't know. It sound like damage. I spent 20 minutes on this, but it really is fascinating because there was that then in like, so the first year it, uh, Billy, like they're fighting in the dugout. They're like shoving each other in the dugout. The cameras are picking it up. The famous one against the Red Sox where Billy Martin said he didn't hustle. He wouldn't bat him clean up, right? He'd sometimes bat him like fifth and sixth, but he still put up great numbers, right? Just, just to spite everybody. And then he has Reggie bunt one game. And Reggie doesn't bunt, you know, no. home run hitter. And so he, he, he whiffs badly, right? And they take the bunt sign off, but he goes through it. He's like, no, I'm going to keep bunting. And he strikes out. He strikes out bunting. I think he fouled, tipped the third one, and that was right. it. And so they suspend him for five games. Like, even Steinbrenner's on board. Like, you know what? You disobeyed. You're suspended five games. He comes back. He does an interview in the locker room, and it's and they show the interview, and they're like, has Billy approached you since you've been back? And all he says, he simply says, is no. He's like, no, he hasn't come up to me. And Billy Martin gets wind of this. Now they're flying to Chicago. He gets he gets really hammered in O'Hare Airport and does an interview and calls Reggie and George Steinbrenner a born liar and a convicted liar. And yes. a convicted liar is referring to Steinbrenner's Watergate ties or something. So now he's got he's fired, right? Where George was on his side in this whole saga. Now he fires uh Billy Martin. Billy Martin cries at the press conference. Uh, Bob Lemon comes Bob in. Lemon. I'm sorry, there's a lot, lot going 14 on. 14 and a half games back at the time. A month later, they have Old Timers Day. This is 78 Old Timers Day. Martin comes Billy out. Billy Martin comes out as they announce him as the manager of the 1980 New York Yankees. 1980 <laughs> New York Yankees. Not even 79. And Jackson, all the players, like, what the hell is going on here? And so Crazy. then he, 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 when this ever go on, it's insane. And then he takes over in 79, like a year earlier. And yeah, you're right. They make the, uh, they make the comeback. Oh, go watch this on Civil well, War. Not only watch that like cell, just, but also yeah. read, uh, the Bronx zoo that was written by yeah. Sparky Lyle. And, uh, I forget the, the guy who really authored the book. I'm sure great. It gives you like a, almost like a, uh, week by week summary of the season and the antics that went on. Oh. And also the 19, that was about the 78 team. The 1977 team was uh, there's a book called The Best Team Money Could Buy that mm-hmm. also kind of highlights the season and the antics that would go on. Then you could, it would never sell. You could not get you could oh, not no. get away with any of that stuff. No. Right? right now. But, but it was then a again, crazy relationship with Steinbrenner and Martin because he fired and hired him like two more well, times. Imagine after, what, after what the I'm social about. media era, what that would have uh, been like. It would have been it. crazy. 
Philly Martin but, had but, Twitter just blasted at might these, have uh, saved those guys' <laughs> lives though. Right. Might have saved those guys' lives because like guys like Mickey Mantle might not have been out carousing right. as much as they were right now, right? So yeah, maybe you know why some good things. Yeah, the, I mean just uh, and then the Dodger flavor of it is good too. With Garvey as a choir boy, but they didn't. A lot of the players didn't like him, and he fought actual physical. He should be in the Hall of Fame, by the way. Garvey should be, to me, is very close to being a Hall of Famer. Well, I mean, you know, I've heard this from my cousin Jimmy for many, many years. But yeah, Garvey and then Parker, as uh, Damashek argues Parker. But yeah, those uh, those are the dates. Go watch it. Go watch Babyface. Did you see this? You didn't see it, did you? I didn't, but it sounds much better than 80 for Brady. I can tell you that. I don't, <laughs> it's the same. Yeah. Both from both the same producers. On, yeah, both based on real How did that... I. I just assumed that movie was panned <laughs> by the critics. And then um, I, I, I'm i looking at like, you know, the New York Times is giving it like a solid review. It's like, what happened? Oh, that can't man. be good. Like when you watch the preview, like normally they show the highlights, right? During like the, right. uh, the trailer for the movie. The trailer's unwatchable. The, the, the cringiness of the trailer <laughs> Is the, unwatchable. Look, the, the, the only thing I'll say, and now their their social media account follows us, and Harry follows them. But it's always funny to see. I, I clicked on their social media account. Who now every mo- movie has a social media account, right? And it's verified. And I clicked it on just to see because they commented on one of our comments, and I see following uh, Rex Chapman, followed by Rex Chapman, John Cena, and Harry. <laughs> That's what I saw. Big three. But, to be uh, fair, to be yeah. fair, Harry should go see this because this is oh Harry, Harry likes it. that type of stuff, right? Yeah. So if Harry said it was bad, yeah, well, yeah. it would be bad, right? Oh Harry, I can't right. believe you haven't seen it. You should see it. This is right up Harry's alley. Supposed to go with your mother, but we couldn't work it out. We had to go to lunch. <laughs> what? How dare you put your yeah. put up your dukes? What? No. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I don't know. I look, it wasn't uh, babyface. It's not anything we, I thought it was going to be bad. And it was by my standards, right? I don't know. It wasn't surprising. Do you, do you give it a four, a four out of 10? I don't know. It's just not my cup of tea. And it was Ben Brady's involvement as much as football says is ridiculous. Movie, Sal? Does it fall under sports? I think it has to because they right? show the whole game. They show so, the whole game. I mean, okay. I mean, not play by play, but, you know, they show enough of the game. And I think it has to be a sports movie. Is it a sports movie, Joel? Uh, uh, I would maybe loosely. I, I don't think it's a sports movie. No. And this was based on a true story. Like, like I think technically? so. Yeah. Like yes. As yeah. Mikey and Mikey sums it up perfectly. It, it was the worst cap of consequences. Yet. <laughs> it, it was. And uh, the way and, and it was. Harry's friend Ben Kelly went after us on Twitter. It's like, this is a weak cap of consequences. Like, yeah, it was also an hour and a half where we had to wear wigs in a place we didn't want to be, right? Everything else is a, a that was good one. Well, I, as I said, those wigs were better than Jane Fonda's wig in the movie, Sal. I mean, what, what the heck was yeah, that? Yeah, a lot. You guys well, had the best wigs there. Oh, the Megans think the Jane Fonda's wigs were uh, dynamite, but I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. Uh, I, I, I think it's just also. I wish there was more fighting. There should have been, I don't know, like one turns on them and it was. was, was, (laughs) You wanted more fighting? I would have made it longer. Harry, you got to see it and give us a review on it. Yeah, 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 Harry. Uh-huh. Yeah, go go see it while it's still in theaters. Or do, can you rent it at this point? I don't you know. Probably Thank you could. for the follow, eighty for Brady uh, movie. All right, go see eighty for Brady and the Uncivil War, and tell us what you think is uh, you prefer. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll uh, get into NBA talk. 
Building the perfect same game parlay can be time consuming, but with Quick Picks, the Caesar Sportsbook app does the work for you. Quick Picks are pre built same game parlays that turn today's biggest headlines, storylines, and games into bets. They're quick and easy to use, and you can't miss them. They're right on the home screen of your Caesar Sportsbook app. Give them a try, and if you haven't downloaded the app yet, register using code Omaha Full and then place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get your stake up to $1,250 back as a bet credit. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit one 800 gambler.net New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Very sorry, Harry. Syracuse lost there. I just I wasn't looking. I, got, I yeah. got caught up in my explanation of 70s baseball. I'm sorry. All right. You know what? I'm not, though, because I'm going to see Harry this weekend, and I, I don't want to hear about Syracuse Friday night if they're in right. the semifinals or anything else. Like, now yeah. we're done. So, done. Uh, But listen, we got this basketball thing figured out. Race to 10 Tuesday debuted, re-debuted yesterday. We had the Timberwolves to score 10 before the Sixers. The Timberwolves lost by 23 points, but guess what? That doesn't matter to us. We bet the race to 10, and even though we were down 6-5, Harry, we win at 10-6. Very exciting. Only took probably the whole broadcast is like mm. three and a half minutes. And got, for the game itself, it was like two minutes and 40 seconds, I think. That was the dream. To end it real quick. We went five for five shooting. Five I think five it was four shooting. for four. Wasn't it, didn't we have two threes? Yeah. yeah two four four for four. Okay, the, the, start of the start of the game, five for five. So, yeah, two threes. Uh, so, yeah. four for four. We win. Yeah. Brian, I think that – Brian, I think uh, you definitely, since we've been doing it, I think you have the best record, and you definitely yeah. haven't lost back-to-back times. Brian, yeah, the race for us. Race to 10, I've been good on. But, yeah, that was a funny thing. I still had it on in the background after we got off on 10 points. And on, before you know it, 76ers were up 20. And I was yeah, like, right. oh, my God. I know. Happens, it seems to happen more than you think. It does. I don't know. It, it seems does. to happen more than you think. 
So do you think yeah. these guys have race to 10 clauses in their contract? Like, okay, you get this amount, but there's a bonus. If you get to 10 points first in some of these games, we'll give you an extra $50,000. I wonder, Parley kid, you might be on to something here, but a lot mm. of fun, a lot of excited, most exciting moment. We're going to be doing that in Vegas with Harry for these uh, NCAA games. I can't get enough of the race to 10 until we lose three in a row. Then I'm going to be wanting to pull the plug on it immediately. <laughs> uh, Nick's finally lost. Wow. A uh, surprising one to uh, our friend Alex team, oh. the Charlotte Hornets on his birthday. Parley kid. Well, no, no Brunson in that game, right? Yeah. It shouldn't have mattered. Sell up 16 at the half yeah. up, up five or so late in the game with, you know, four minutes left, five minutes left. And then seemed like, you know, Randall who's been great, had just some atrocious plays down the stretch. Um, right. We really didn't have at that time. It was nobody really lightening it up, lighting it up for the uh, Knicks and uh, Charlotte. Just wouldn't they didn't miss a shot down the stretch. I, they just didn't miss one, and it was going to come to an end. I, I was hoping it wouldn't have been against the Hornets, just for the mm. fact that the Knicks sets the they're better than the Hornets. So you hate to lose at home, uh, blowing a I sixteen wish, point yeah. halftime lead to the Charlotte Hornets, who have really nothing to play for. I wish there was a bet we could have made on. Quickly, Emmanuel Quickly's plus minus after playing. What did he play? 49 minutes. I don't even know how many minutes he played. That's overtime game. 55 minutes against, uh, was it 55 against the Celtics? Yeah, it's in the 50s uh, for sure. And I wish we could have, you could bet, you could short someone's plus minus. He was minus 15 on the day and now minus 175, more importantly, on Babyface Sol Jolliman's bet for uh, six man of the year. He's minus 175, Malcolm Brogdon minus 110. Joel, you want to pick someone else? You can get Malik Monk for 40 to 1. Oh, man. Can I uh, defer right now? Is yeah, this... defer it. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I, uh... hmm. You okay? No, we're, we're <laughs> I, want to, I want to stick with quickly. I, it's right. one game. I mean, this is like the NBA narratives. Like, it's it's just goes so no, quickly. I know. Oh, it does just go so quickly. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So that's uh, that's where the Knicks are. So I don't know. You got to get fourth, Parley kid, for this to be exciting. I think you want to play those more of the games at home against Cleveland if it comes to yeah. that, right? Yeah. We're, sure. Listen, we're only a game ahead of the Brooklyn Nets right now, so we got to just you know yeah. I'll take I'll take a fifth if I have to. Right. All right. Yeah, that's true. You don't want to slip too much. Um, LeBron. This is yesterday, the day before. Believe he tweeted that his son Bronny is better than current NBA players. I don't know which current NBA players he's watching, and I don't agree with this um, this uh, philosophy of um, building up your sons. I mean, uh, your father did it, uh, Parley Kid and Brother Bry, and uh, you do it for your kids, uh, Parley. I, I don't agree with it. I don't like the narrative. Um, also, it's nonsense that Bronny is better than these kids, right? And it also puts a lot of pressure on him. But whatever. I guess if you're Lauren Bronze. Son, it, it doesn't really matter, right? It's a stupid I, thing to say, though. It's a stupid thing to say. Yeah, yeah I mean, if it's, I true, if it's true, who who are the players? LeBron, name the players. You got to comment on everything under the sun. Name the players mm-hmm. that he's better than. That's all. Well, stupid thing to say. Uh, uh, what What's the point of it? Who are you going to motivate? Right. Who, who are you going to? You're going to piss people off. You're You're already love. I got the love of your son from right. Like what's um? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the point is. Part what, what's this one's plan? Right? Is Isn't he? What's his plan right now? Is um, Bronny? What's Bronny's? What is he doing? Isn't he a senior this year? He's a senior, yeah. right, Babyface? Yeah, there's a, they're thinking Ohio State, maybe Memphis, but until until he commits, I mean, he who knows? He could end up just 
kind of playing somewhere uh, until the draft. But I know a lot of people think Ohio State, maybe Memphis. So Well, but the, the point is Fordham. LeBron, and then he'll play there a year, right? And then he'll get drafted, and LeBron will play with him at least one year. Yeah. Isn't that what's going to yep. happen? So, Definitely. Um, so he's got to build up his son's stock, I guess, as much as anybody else, even though there's a lot of footage of everybody playing and everything like that. But it's not going to matter. It's, it's stupid. Just listen. Just don't. Don't build up your kids, people. Parlay kid, Parlay kid did it right, Sal. <laughs> Parlay kid never. What he do? I didn't know about Mikey Meatballs hitting 411 foot home runs until the show. Parlay kid never bragged about that. <laughs> like he Sal said, it. you always you always downplay it, right, Sal? You know you well, don't want to yeah. set the, the bar high. Why do you want to set the bar so high? Well, well, because maybe if we heard that story uh, when he was a senior, he could have gotten a scholarship somewhere. We hear it, at, mm. you know, now he's 23 years Harry's old. Where did Harry's father set the bar for Scott? <laughs> that, that's the question. At the bar. Actually, at the Scott bar. Was, again, the bar. Darren, yeah. Scott was the winner of the West Side Little League Championship game uh, when he was 12. You could have stopped that Scott is the winner. strikeouts, Darren. Yeah. Eight. Do you have pictures of this, though? I would love to see. There's got to uh, be a picture somewhere. No, no cameras in Oswego. Absolutely the truth. I was there. I cameras know, I in Oswego in 2009. Yeah, the still camera. <laughs> um, by the way, so the Lakers won. So this race now is even more confusing for them to make the playoff, which is uh, now I think since I made the bet, I think they're four and one. I bet them not to make the playoffs. I think mm. they lost one game. Crazy. Um, and no LeBron. Also confusing. Babyface. Pal Gasol's jersey was retired. Isn't yeah. that weird? No, Isn't that a little strange. No, it is it? a key key component of two Laker titles, and was a, a huge piece for for the, that second wave with Kobe. I, I think definitely deserves. And LeBron really? should have been there. By the way, he would. LeBron was at Bronny's. What was going to be potentially his last high school game? Right? LeBron wasn't even at the game. I don't um, think. Yeah, I think he. They gave him a personal, like a health. Uh, to not go, but yeah, I think uh, Gasol definitely <laughs> it matters. And a Hall yeah. of Famer, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Parley kid. Did that surprise you? Maybe, maybe I'm not paying enough attention here. Paul That's Gasol. a little surprising. That surprised me a little bit. Uh, honestly, Babyface, if he's not so close with Kobe, I don't think I don't know if they do this. Hmm. I, I hate to be a cynic here. I mean, we're not no. talking about Marcus all. This is yeah, he was we won titles, and they're like the Yankees. Mm. They honor their own. They there. This is a franchise that's proud of. Guys, and uh, well, I don't a have any seasons is one thing, but Sal, you're right to, to be number retired, a Laker. Eh. I guess he played there eight years, uh, uh, average like 17, 18 points a game. I don't know. I mean, that's what I would have figured about six years, yeah. eight years, average right. about it's, 17 points a game. It's funny. I, I actually yeah. thought I'm looking at it now, I actually thought his numbers were better, yeah. I thought yeah. he had better numbers than than I, I I thought he was in the low twenties at least with the Lakers. I can't believe he never averaged twenty a game. There's got to the be Laker. a Laker whose jersey is not retired who's pissed about this, right? Babyface, oh, I'm gonna find out. We're gonna interview him. I'm gonna get him on whoever it is. And, uh, <laughs> get him on here and talk about it. Um, by the way, this happened a few days ago, and I I, I think I sent it to you guys. So Giannis, he's playing in a game. Um, it's one of those things is like 20 seconds left and everybody gave up playing and Giannis is a rebound away from the triple double. And so he dribble instead of dribbling the ball out, right. Uh, which is what you're supposed to do. He hustles down court, goes near the rims that the bucks are shooting at hesitates and then intentionally misses, uh, hits the bottom of the rim before catches it 
steals a rebound and the statisticians give him a missed shot and the 10th rebound, which allows him to get the triple double. Um, that's no good. Parley kid, right? We can't have that. I, we can't have like, you know, stats I didn't with know the, about this. I was oh, really? about this. I thought that was everything that Giannis was not about. Right. Right. Like, right. That's what I thought. I thought too. that was everything. Giannis was not about. Uh, I'm interesting. Interested to see if, um, did Kendrick Perkins call him out for that after uh, basically uh, saying that Jokic Ooh. likes to stat pad um, mm-hmm. when there's really no evidence of that? <laughs> so uh, and then you hear Giannis <laughs> doing it. I'm shocked uh, that yeah. uh, well, they Giannis would do that. It, right? So they rescinded Who, it so he, he doesn't what is now that, have a triple What does that double? even mean for him? Like a, tr- a triple double and a meaning – like that mean, what, what does that mean to him? And That's he's ridiculous. I joked yeah. about it earlier, but unless you're, it's got in your contract that you get bonus loot for a triple double, then it, I guess it does mean something. But you can't have guys getting stats, padding stats when there's nothing, when they're literally not playing defense, right? Like it's it's hard yeah. enough that was, uh, when yeah, they're actually good, playing though. defense, but not really. I playing. hate that. that, that right, it's right, a, right, shot, shot. It was right, right call by the NBA. It was yeah. right call. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, it was almost like Giannis was laughing when he did it. It was like right. a weird. Yeah, he did. He was, looked up and he laughed. It, it was now, a weird thing. He was just laughing. Uh, but, yeah, I don't even know if he wanted it to count. Maybe he was just testing it. But I wonder what the sports books do. I haven't heard anything on it. If like Caesars pays out for a, a Giannis triple double on that night, well, you know? Yeah. Well, that's what was the, thing? the score how, at the time, uh, Sal? With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. One seventeen, one eleven. And like it I was said, over. They, it was over, yeah. Darryl. It was the over, game was but over. not enough over. where he would be out of the game for had been out of the game. Oh, right. Yeah. He should have just on like, put me back in for this. So he was out on the floor anyway. To yeah, ice but the they game. weren't fouling. They weren't fouling. It was nine seconds. Uh, yeah, it was just, he they was by the bounce. You know, was disappointed in Giannis. You know, yeah. first he throws a ladder at the Celt, uh, the right? He had that ladder throwing incident this year. Right. When he was shooting yeah. free throws, right? <laughs> exactly. Now this, exactly. I don't know, Giannis. 
Darren, I'm on the All Star game. He goes Stardom's in, he makes the first basket, head a little bit. makes him a first basket, the All Star game for the first basket, and then he gets takes himself out and doesn't play. Yeah, well, that that's right. Was, yeah, I mean, that's, that's come good. on, be honest enough. I, yeah. I think that was, I think you have to, that's another thing. You probably get paid if you have a stat in the all-star game. You might get extra. I don't know, babyface. Are we being curmudgeons here? Well, if you had him to score the first basket in the all-star game, I don't, yeah. you, you, but, <laughs> but I do, I do, I do think I he mean, said, that's another one. Then you bet all the unders. Does that, does that count? If you bet under points in the all-star game, like, uh, you know, oh, you only should. had two. Yeah, well, this is why we need, we need a commissioner of gambling. I've nominated you uh, several times. I just don't yeah. know who to nominate you to. We need a commissioner to settle these. Right. Actually, it would probably be Brian. It might actually be Brian. I, I, Sal would be great. He's got <laughs> Sal's Thank got you. that like he could like be like he's kind of could be he's got a law degree. Could be like it's like the judge, right? Joe Sol. Like, That's he right. Does? Oh, I would definitely go. Uh, you're right. I would definitely have to go. <laughs> he to prison hates for all that. judges. Yeah. He already prefers Otani. <laughs> he does not like him. <laughs> Come on. Uh, listen, I'd gladly take the position, but I think um, I think I'd be fighting Sally Field for it at this point. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He knows more. All right. Uh, let's take another break. Then we'll have our play of the day and then we'll get the hell out of here. All right, play of the day for Wednesday. I won with the Zags last night, minus two and a half. Looked suspicious, but I jumped on it anyway. They crushed. They won that by 26 at Oral Roberts, Charleston, and Chelsea on a parlay yesterday. Harry Winter on a bit mm. of a roll. I'm going Texas Tech plus four over West Virginia. I know West Virginia is a bubble team, but really these teams both kind of stink. I mean, if West Virginia gets in there seven and 11, seven, yeah. which should only be known Ooh. for their good wings. Yes, seven yeah. and 11 in the conference. Texas Tech is not better. They're five and thirteen. Neither team is good, but neither team has a, a high power offense either. Red Raiders actually average seventy three. They stay in these games. You know, West Virginia behind the arc is one hundred ninety eighth in the country. Texas Tech is about the same. That said, I like Pop Isaacs, which is a great name. All freshman Big Twelve team to light it up from behind the arc. Bob Huggins team loses or at least doesn't cover seventy two. To 70. Give me the four points. Harry, uh, you, Brother Bride, Darren, the Parley Kid, your picks can all be found every day on extrapoints.com. Who do you like today? Yeah, where I am actually five and one, my last six out. Hit a four team mm. parlay yesterday on there. And if you include my TikTok picks from last week, I'm 11 and two in my last 13 video picks today. Five point teaser. I've been riding some teasers lately. I've been hot with the teasers. I'm going to go college hoops. Colgate, minus 14, down to minus nine over Lafayette. Lafayette somehow is in the finals at 11 and 22. Mm-hmm. The Raiders have dominated the Patriot league all year. They've won 19, the last 20 and their only losses by one point. They roll Lafayette minus the nine. And I'm a tag team that with Stanford plus five against Utah in the PAC 12 tournament card. The Cardinal have won two of the last three to end the season and only lost by five in Eugene versus the ducks. They beat the Utes in Salt Lake city a month ago. Utah's last five in a row by an average of nine of 13 points per game during that stretch. And the Utes are just one in six in their last seven Pac-12 tournament games overall. Sanford plus the five. Hmm. All right. Maybe a winner. I, I just don't, I don't like, uh, first of all, I don't like underdogs normally in these spots, but I feel like if you can't get an underdog plus eight or more, either straight up or on a teaser, you just, 
And I know this happens in other sports, but Harry, you could pick that right. Stanford could be up one with a minute one left and lose by six and regulate. I just hate the way these games end up. I really do. I don't know. That's why like underdogs, I really just want like a seven or eight points. But by the way, Harry, I, uh, maybe this should be for off air, but I'm going to tell it anyway. We were on the, uh, this is me and Toby Mergler, um, you know, quarterback extraordinaire and, uh, co-founder extra points podcast network we're on a call with major league baseball we're pitching some stuff and we're trying to familiarize those guys with uh you know extra points and the guy you know the higher up guy won't say who it is and he goes on his computer as we're um talking on zoom and he's like there it is extra points okay there it is yeah Harry's picks, and he's uh, he's looking at a sh- for the first time a shirtless Harry giving a pick there on the video right there on his website, like freaking great. Thanks. He's like so he, so he, so he was turned on. Is what uh, well, said. I don't know. We haven't gotten a call back, so uh, <laughs> let me just say that. Good times, all right, brother Brian. What's your pick? Uh, I'm going to take the Wizards plus four. I will say the Wizards have not been great against the spread at home. But on the other hand, the Hawks haven't been good on the road. Uh, But big game for both teams. But this Hawks team is definitely overrated. They're under 500 right now. They've been disappointing all year. Dropped three of the last four, including a loss to the Wizards already in the last week and a half. But um, I just, you know, the Wizards, though, they they have been pretty good on back-to-back games. You know, with no rest, they're eight and four against the spread. Coming off a close win last night. Um, I think I I don't know why they're getting four in this game. It's a little weird. It's not like as far as I can tell right now, I've checked a million different times. It's not like any of their top players are playing. So I think this is a close game. I, I like the Wizards getting four. All right. Uh, and Paulie Kidd, Heat money line. Yeah, I'll take the Miami Heat home as, as a home dog here. Plus 115 against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, you know, the Cavs are a much better team than they've been in the past. But uh, over the last 16 trips to Miami, they are 3-13 and 13 against the spread. So historically, they really haven't played well there. Um, Spolstra is still a great coach. This is the, It looks like this is the point of the season now where the Heat really should be playing up to their potential, which they haven't done so this year. Uh, as Harry made note to me before, Jimmy Butler has been unbelievable over his last five or six games. In fact, his last game was a uh, rebound, one rebound and one assist shy of a triple-double. He could do it all. Uh, mm. I think they just got out a, a, a win tonight against the Cavs, who were coming off a very emotional win over the Celtics the other night. I think this, they play a little flat traveling to Miami. All right. So like I said, extrapoints.com. You can have find these picks and uh and others free, free of charge right there. Uh right there. We're on a little bit of a little bit of a hot streak, too. This is where to get hot, right? Entering uh March Madness. Um, mm-hmm. what else do we want to talk about here? We'll be talking baseball. We didn't really cover the world baseball classic, although I use I look at that American team. I'm like, who the hell beats us? That's insanity, right? Um, we're not favored. We're not favored to win, but where are we? Who's favored? Dominican Republic plus 230, USA plus 250, Japan plus 270. So it's a three-horse race, really. Mm-hmm. To get out of our pool, I think we're minus 360. Mexico is uh, is also in there with us. But, God, we are loaded uh, team-wise. I will say I, I watched some, uh, some Grapefruit League games, and the Red Sox already figured out a way around this shift. Did you see this? Brother Bry, with the with the outfielder moving the outfielder over. Yeah, so the rule is you have to have two when the pitch is thrown. You have to have two infielders on either side of second base, right? So okay, there's no screwing that over. Uh, but they're now, and when you look at it, it looks so crazy. They have the right fielder playing short right, essentially yep. second base, 
And then they have the center fielder playing right, right. and the left fielder playing basically center. And like, it's like, well, this is what they do to Joey Gallo. How is Joey Gallo? Joey Gallo should just quit baseball, right? Yeah. <laughs> or is he yeah. getting, I mean, or, or maybe where are the money ball people at? He, I, thought, I, I, I know he could get close to 20 homers, but 20 homers in 190, you're still valuable for a team? Crazy. He's on the, yeah, where is he? on the twins now, right? Is he a twin? I think he's um, on the Twins. Yeah, yeah. I think he's so, on the Twins, yeah. Sal. That team's going to win a playoff game in, in in October with Joey Gallo? Come on. It's a stupid, <laughs> stupid. Stupid. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. They have to – so, you know, I know people. some people are saying, well, if you hit – if you go opposite field this time, then it's potentially an inside the, uh, inside oh, the park yeah. home run. Oh, but yeah. I also thought the MLB said if two, if this becomes an issue that they would – maybe fix this early enough with the I outfielders heard, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought I heard that. Like if this becomes a thing that becomes uh, just as bad that they might make a change to this early on. How about this Joey Gallo, the, the off season, it, it's a long time, right? No, but go, go in a batting cage, learn how to hit opposite field at least once every five at bats, right? Parley kid, for God's sakes, <laughs> can, uh, isn't there a hitting coach that wants to, you know, at least work with them to hit opposite field. Stupid. I, I will say we, Not when we great. talked about the shift, we might've brought up this up a long time ago, but I swear there, we were the first ones to ever do this shift in softball. We always did. I don't know Ooh. if you remember, we start, we started doing this because in softball, you play with four outfielders. Softball so we used to really dumb, right? You have four outfielders. <laughs> so now what we would do is we yeah. would shift somebody like to play behind second base or shortstop once in a while, depending on if a guy was just a straight pull hitter. Oh but my yeah, God. Softball, obviously softball is a little different because it's very easy. If you're a good hitter, it's very easy uh, to go opposite field, right. but we figured it out with certain batters that you definitely could shift against certain certain Absolutely. players. Absolutely, we would shift. We move that was it, fifteen we'd years ago. For move sure, an outfielder least. to the uh, yeah. We would one of the four outfielders. To, so this uh, is you the guys that did the hitter. This. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right. For sure. All right. We'll have Manfred call you and and Tommy Granito <laughs> and sort it all out, Parley kid. Uh, all right. So that's that. Go watch on Civil War. Go join our prop culture contest. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. There's a gold cap and a signed Jimmy Kimmel ball in it for you if you win. Uh, oh, Thursday night. What do we have? We have uh, our friend Nick Gates. I hope he's our friend. This guy came in last place. He tied for last. The guy who actually came in last tiebreaker wise bailed on us, but Nick Gates has to suffer from the cap of consequences for coming in last in the Super Bowl um, contest. He now Super Bowl 57 He's getting Heinz 57 poured on him. This is going to happen. Babyface. Be there tomorrow night. It is uh he had an air awesome. on Friday and he's ready. It, oddly, both uh, of our Super Bowl cap of consequences payoffs have happened uh Around Portland, the Portland area. I don't know something. Oh, this guy lives in Portland. Interesting. Right. Yeah. He's and in, we're uh, not having him drive to meet Megan Conley. I mean, it's only like twenty six hundred miles. I see. Can't they split the difference? Forget uh, it. We, I, yeah. Once we figure out the what's the middle location somewhere in Idaho, okay. then we're, yeah. we're good. But no, I think good this times. will be better. We'll just do it on Zoom. And uh, Nick, get ready, pal. Very nice. Very nice. nice. All right. Good job uh, by you, baby face. That's going to do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Mikey Meatballs, for Babyface Soul Jalman, and the Degener Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.